Guys, listening, I know I've been saying this like every episode now, but I apologize that he hasn't got the this um intro right because it's not it's not right. Wait, but, wait, hold on. Let's let's get the outsider, Sophie. Rate rate the intro one to ten. Don't aim. So go go ahead uh like give a quick background about yourself, Sophie. Yeah, sure, man. So yeah, yeah uh, oh sorry, my bad. Oh, okay. my bad. Let me let me, let me have the honor of introducing I'm you, man. I'm being rude, my fault. Let me have the honor of introducing you. No, man, today we have Arian Sophie, but, you know, if you know him around, around the city, man, just Sophie. Just just Sophie. <laughs> no no first name, no middle name, just Sophie. <laughs> I'm going to thought Sophie was his first name, the way you kept saying it. <laughs> but, yeah, man, we, we, have, we have Sophie with us today, man. So we, me and Sophie met in high school. Um, we were fresh. I was a freshman in high school, and Sophie was a sophomore. We played in basketball together, and ever since then, man, honestly, we've been, we've been bros ever since. It's been my dog. Um yeah, honestly, one, one, one of my best one of my best friends ever since high school. We stepped, we kept in touch, and uh, I always tell people like every time I talk to Sophie, I feel like I learn something new. And Sophie, Sophie's one of those friends that like they come around a lot, and your parents are always like, "Well, aren't you doing this?" Like Sophie's so smart. Like, mom, I'm smart too. Like, what are you talking? <laughs> I want to interrupt you so bad because this is like this <laughs> is so painful to sit through because we all none of our parents. None of our parents think we're good enough. So they always compare us to all our friends simultaneously. So we're all those friends to each other. So it's a little bit little bit misleading, but I appreciate oh, it. Yeah. I think that's y'all. I think I know my parents know I'm good enough. Honestly, <laughs> your parents, I don't know. Your your parents, when I was over there, bro, they was really saying, you know, they wish they wish they would have had me. <laughs> I was trying to keep on the low low, bro. But now that now that you all put me on the spot, I'm going ahead and say I'm sorry. Lamar's dad's got his hand on your shoulder. He's crying. He's like, I've never said this about Malvo. Next time Lamar goes home, he's going to me in the living room. <laughs> no, yeah, stop my guy, man, for for a minute, man. Like I said, it's two of my best friends for sure. Uh, and I enjoyed. Like, we we talked last weekend. Uh, for like an hour, I was I was driving, had my had my AirPods in, I was talking for like an hour. We went from talking about NBA to economics to to banking and to algorithms and softwares, and that's just those conversations that we have, man. So I'm glad to have him on here. It's way way past due, but I'm glad he's here now, man. So I'm sorry, I'm gonna let you give uh, yeah, yourself an introduction now, man. Tell us what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So as Jay said, neither of us uh, can stick to one topic. We're bad at that. Uh, <laughs> we have in common. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so like Jay said, I grew up in College Station. We played basketball together. I was a civil engineer in D.C. for a land development firm for a little bit. That sucked. So I wanted to do something different. And now so when I got my master's in applied econ, which is like a statistical application uh, uh, or it's an application of statistics in economic fields. And I worked at the Kennedy School as a research assistant at Harvard. I work at the World Bank now, and I'm going to be going to the Chicago Federal Reserve uh, this summer to continue. And then we'll see what happens next. So that's me. Tis I. Uh, also, he's, the, he's a, he's a part-time hooper now, so <laughs> just trying to, trying to get it in when he gets it in, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, no, but like Jay said, like we were we were having this conversation about, you know, I like like that that transition out of one thing into another thing really colored like two years of my life and was uh, I mean, you know, it's like tens of thousands of dollars that you got to spend. It's like you're working while you're going to school. It takes a lot of energy, you know, and so it, it colors a lot of what you think about uh, because it's so taxing and so involved, uh, you know, uh, in so many different aspects, be it money or time or, or what have you. Um, and so, yeah, he was like, come on, don't just tell me, you know, let me record you. <laughs> and then I'll and then I'll, I'll poke holes in what in the shit you're saying uh, online in front of, in front of people. <laughs> that's the fun part. Yeah, that's what that's what we'll do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so before we get into everything, uh, I know you got the quote, Jay. So say the quote. I got it. Yes, sir. Damn, you have the demand. You could have acted for what you said the quote. Jesus Christ. But uh. Now, I actually got this quote out of the book that I'm reading, who I just finished, called The Old School Advantage by Jay and Whitten. Actually, he's a he's an Aggie as well. But yeah, the quote is, the purpose of life is a life of purpose. That's our quote for today. Say it again. I gotta go back. <laughs> the purpose of life <laughs> is a life of purpose. Apparently, the quote didn't stick with you if you... <laughs> Is there five? Is ten words and it's been five seconds. <laughs> Short-term memory, man. On to the next quote. <laughs> but yeah, well, I guess that kind of goes hand on hand with because um, I'm talking about. Uh, I spent a lot of time. I still spend a lot of time on finding my purpose. Actually, you know what? This past weekend, I actually text Lamar because. I text Lamar, my brother, because I was just, I was actually finishing this book, and I was I was going through some stuff, and I was just thinking, like I started meditating for for a minute. I was thinking, I was like, man, like, what is my purpose? Like, what am I here to do? Am I supposed to be in, in the industry that I, I'm in? Am I? Um, I did I go to school <clears throat> for exactly what my purpose is supposed to be for? Um, am I living my life like right now? as the purpose that, you know, that I'm supposed to be living for, living. So it kind of stuck with me because I don't know. <laughs> that's 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 exactly what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what is my purpose? Like, am I going to stay in this industry? Uh, did I go to school for exactly what I want to do? Did I not waste my degree, but did I study something that I'm not going to end up doing for the rest of my life or until I retire? So, um, yeah, so I guess the quote, that was a random quote that I picked out of the book five minutes ago, but I guess it does go <laughs> hand on hand with my life. And actually, you know what? I I text Lamar because there's a I'm not gonna go over the paragraph. There's a paragraph on the last page of the book right before I finished it, and this quote was in the last chapter, so I guess it kind of goes hand on hand with that. But I was telling him that I was having this feeling about me finding my purpose and exactly how do I find that? And I don't know, really know how, and I just kind of you know digging deep inside myself and spending time with myself and trying to figure it out. And I saw that quote and I saw the, um, I saw the, um, the paragraph and it just really made me think. And, um, like, like I said, I, I, I just, I'm figuring it out and I, and I just don't know right now. So, um, yeah. So like I said, rental quote, but it kind of goes hand in hand with exactly what we're going to talk about. So that's oh, no, pretty cool. No, it's a great segue, man. You know, and, and, and like, like personally, my, my feelings on it kind of mimic love, right? It's like, you know, if you like, let's say like, like I'm, like I'm engaged now, right? With Anjali. Hey, congrats. I appreciate it. I yes, appreciate sir. It. Yeah. 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 We, uh, we're cuffed out here. Um, but, uh, so in perpetuity actually, uh, so, so, um, but yeah, no, it's like you know when I'm when I met her, right? It's like. And when did uh, I meet? Huh? Talk about this love, man. Okay, okay. So so yeah, so we we met in in high school. Uh, she was she was actually dating my oldest friend for like for like six months. And so. Lamar, we just, I think I think Lamar knows him. Yeah, it's Carlos. Do you know Carlos? Maybe. No, he, no, he's, he's he's a lefty. We we, we could talk about it later. He's a lefty? You know, 
that's how you try to make him remember? Listen, you know the one he goes left on the drives, right? Like he does that rip through. You know what I'm saying? You know my life after speaking. You know my life after speaking basketball terms. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Like, like, go, go back on to your story. How you met your girl and stuff. I mean, your future wife. Yeah, no. So, so, uh, yeah. So she was, she was dating my best friend, and that's how Wait, we met. That sounds bad. Mrs. Steel girl. Man. She was dating my. We were sorry. For I never let you meet my fiance. We were, bro. we were fourteen. We were fourteen, so it's like doesn't matter. But that's how I met her. And then. Uh, hey, but look, I remember the story like. Sophie went to college. Was like April, like. I kind of want to marry her, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, knew what, he knew what he wanted. He knew what he wanted. Hey, at least he knew what he wanted. I probably said that. I don't remember saying that, but I probably did. Like, that's, that's so uncomfortable to have said out loud on a publicly available recording. <laughs> Manifestation. You anyway, it's continue, man. My bad, my bad. Anyway, my, my point is, right is like is that when you when you like the 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 like the like relationships that last or span like 30 years right it's like the part like one would like if you were to ask a partner right who's been in a relationship for that long and they're like uh what links would you go to for your partner right they'd be they'd say like all kinds of hyperbolic stuff they'd be like i'd jump in front of a car for them right i do this that or whatever right and it's like if you were to ask those same people when they were when they just met that same question they're not saying that you'd be insane right like even and I, you know i put myself i go out on that ledge too like if you ask 15 year old me you know right when i met you know my fiance right like would you jump in front of a car for her i'd be like hell no why would i do that that's crazy right and it's like the the point is like is that like that love is something you build right is that like you you know and, and you see that too right like the way you felt about basketball when you first started playing it's definitely not how you feel about basketball now, right? No, and so, like, no, these, are, these are these things that you build over time. And, like, my, my suspicion is that when it comes to purpose, like, in terms of what you allocate your time to doing, uh, it follows a very similar sort of path, right? Is It's like you don't, you don't set out at these things saying, like, I want to find something that I immediately am, like, deeply sort of, like, interested by or want to commit to, like, in such a serious, grand way. Right. But like over time, over like the accumulation of effort and hours and study and whatever you develop. Right. You grow this kind of intense uh, interest. It's like almost love. Right. Like for, for whatever your craft is or whatever problem it is that you're trying to solve. Right? Yeah. Um, no, I, uh, I found a paragraph. Um, it was on the, the page before the quote, actually. But the, the author says, um, asking yourself. What do I want to be remembered for is the beginning of adulthood. It speaks to your legacy and how do you want to be remembered as just a nice, good person? Or what if instead you want to be considered the type of capital we leave behind, um, what type of financial assets you're going to leave behind, or spiritual capital, or maybe what type of wisdom that you want to pass on? So, Dang, we said the same thing at the same time. We do, we, hey, we, we are, like, we're, honestly, we're probably like some good hosts together because like we literally said that at the same time but <laughs> like to piggyback on that i feel like i think we talked about our legacy and stuff before on the podcast and like i guess for the people that didn't hear that one i felt like to repeat it i guess how i see my legacy is more so like i don't care how like people view me or stuff as long as like i do i achieve everything i want and like experience life how i want it but as well as like set stuff up for my kids and like my family pretty much like my siblings like I don't care if I'm remembered as like a famous guy or something like that as long as I know like I did everything right to where when I leave wherever the people I leave behind like they would be secure like even if I'm not here on earth not to speak like dark like you usually do Jay but like to know that <laughs> to just he, I'm, I'm telling you he, he's always dark talking about death and stuff but like just to know that like I did like I experienced, I experienced life the way I wanted to, but also I put stuff in motion to where, like my kids or like my siblings, whatever, are like good, type of thing. So he calls talking about death and talking about your legacy as dark, but I think it's a it's a healthy topic to talk about. 
No, I'm, uh, I get the like, legacy, but like talking about like, oh, if I die it, tomorrow, consistently. You say it's that the same thing though. It's the same. It's, it's the same thing. Cause the way I looked at it was, and Sophie actually had this actually had this conversation with um, when Reggie was on the podcast. So this is the whole conversation with when Reggie and Marcus were on the podcast. Uh, real good people. But the way the reason why I felt that that quote in that paragraph really talked to me is because. Like in my mind, I feel like I've been constantly thinking about my legacy and, you know, how I want to be thought about whenever I'm gone. And I feel like I want to live every day to to the point to where when I am gone, that um, people want to re- remember me the way that I want to be remembered. Like I want to be remembered for the good things and I miss mean, on the bad things too. Like you know, everything's not always good, but um, the quote really spoke to me because the first sentence says to be. Um, adulthood begins when you start to ask yourself what is my legacy or what something to, to something to that extent and i feel like i'm transitioning to that phase of my life now where i'm starting to think about people besides myself i'm starting to think about my legacy and um and i feel like just reading reading that reading that paragraph in that in that quote it made me think that okay i understand and it makes sense what i'm thinking about and i'm not just thinking about I'm not just thinking dark i'm just thinking about life and what he calls dark is because i was saying <laughs> In that in that episode with Reggie, I said that. So when I when I like if I was to die tomorrow or something like that, right? And he says it a lot though, like just like every episode, he says it. He brings it up just like every episode. No, what no, I sure, sure, sure. I well, don't. What, what is it? What, what is the thing? What's the thing that you either do or don't say a lot? <laughs> anyways, right, yeah. Sure. So I, I, it's, it was really two episodes, but anyways, um, what I said was I was like if I was not to be here or if I was, you know, something happened. I wouldn't want people to be sad or, or you know, you know, like a traditional funeral. I was like, man, forget that. Like, have a big old basketball tournament in College Station, <laughs> and then honor it as you know, like the Jave tournament, something like that, and then do it every year. And I feel like that would be something that would honor me to the most. Like, do something that I love to do, and I feel like that's something that like that's a legacy that to like to just think that. Somebody want to do that and have a basketball tournament in my favor, and for me to be known every year is like okay, this is the weekend for Jay, or whatever. That that goes way farther beyond for me than a one-time funeral. Like that's the lasting effect that I've had on the community. That's just the way I thought about it. So yeah. if, that, if that's yeah. dark, then it's dark. But no, no, just no. I don't think that's dark at all. Bro. I think that's super beautiful. But what I mean is, is uh, or what, what, I'm, what I'm curious about though is like how do you distinguish between Right, like how how your life is celebrated uh, after you're gone, right? Versus like a legacy, right? Because uh, because like the the way that you are remembered is different than the way that your actions or you know contributions throughout your life are remembered, right? So and so are we talking about are we talking about that former or the or the latter? Right, because I, because I, for, because former to to the remembering, you know how we remember him after he's gone. That's beautiful, man. That's like celebration. That's celebration of life. That's how we all made. That's how we all made friends, right? Like, yeah. no, I think that's great. But um, you know, for for like what you do before them, right? Yeah. And how people think about that afterward. You know, what a, what a, what do you, what do you, what do you think about that? Well, I guess the way I was kind of, I guess they go hand in hand on me because I feel like if somebody doesn't leave a legacy, then something like that wouldn't happen. Like people won't think of you in a way that they want to celebrate you in, in, in that type of way. And um, I feel like if that was to happen, they go they would go hand in hand because I felt like I would leave a legacy and touch so many people that they want to come together as a community and want to do something to celebrate my legacy. And um, that would go hand in hand with me, how I treat people. And, you know, I feel like I want every person that I've ever met to say they've had some type of like I've had some type of positive influence on their life. Even even if it was we met and he shook my hand and had a had a you know a great smile. Like that's that's a legacy that even that's only that's only conversation or interaction that we had, but that's still a legacy that I've had with that person. And I feel like all like all together it could come together as um like I said, like like a legacy or just like a celebrating the life of. So, sure. so yeah, yeah. What's up, Lamar? Well, I was gonna say like so, not to like speak negatively, but like I was thinking about the other like side of it. Like say, say for instance, like okay, 
like we don't know what the afterlife is like, but say for instance, you you are a ghost. And like you can just <laughs> that's <laughs> come on, come on, Sophie. Come no, on. No, just, no, it's just, I was just so I was just so surprised. I'm sorry, laughing. Ghosts <laughs> or something? What are you talking about, bro? No, 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 just them. I'm, I'm going good. I'm where I'm about to go. No, no, do it, no, do it. So like say for instance, you're a ghost. And like you're talking about like living, leaving your legacy and like people celebrating you and stuff like that. Okay, hypothetically say like ghosts are real, wherever you die when you're a ghost. Yeah. And like you see, like, how would you feel if, like, your life wasn't celebrated? Or, like, the legacy you thought you left behind was not it? How would that make you feel? You'd probably be a mad-ass ghost. It's probably what like, happened. Yeah, you probably yeah, start. Yeah. I think that's why That's why ghosts haunt people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's the exact reason. If you that's put that happened, in your head now, it's like, it makes you, I guess, because, like, I overthink. So if you put that thought in your head now, you're like, dang. What if I'm doing all this? The legacy I leave behind is not what I expected to be. So now you're like, oh, should I do something different, or should I go a different route? Like yes. I'm putting the thought in there, like, what if you think you're gonna be remembered of this, but it doesn't? Or like, if you're doing what you think, what you think you're doing, doing good right now is not really good in the long run. Well, that's a good way to think about it. Like that's the reason of the quote. Like, define your purpose. You want to find your purpose so that doesn't happen. Like literally, that that that's but you don't like, know. You don't, especially a legacy. Of course you, you don't, don't know. You don't know. Of course. How are you? How are you supposed to know? I'm just That's saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, think about it like this. Though. Like, like you're saying. Like, you want to leave this legacy behind where, like, say, okay, like you said with the whole J basketball tournament. What if you died and nobody did that? Then I didn't leave a legacy and I thought I would. But how's that? <laughs> is that a bad thing that nobody had a tournament though? Like, think like oh, that's what, like has that it's, a bad? It's thing? not. It, there, there's not just one way. I'm just saying that would be something. Not even saying that would be that the, the ideal way. I'm just saying like that would be something that if I was a ghost or whatever, I'd be like, dang, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. So, so I think. All right, let me let me talk. If I can chime in here. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a, no. you know. It, <laughs> no, no, no. We invited you here to listen and be us. Okay. You ask us questions. <laughs> it's a reverse podcast. God. Uh, uh, so, so if you so like if you think about smaller like more. Uh, like uh, more like uh, uh, bite-sized goals, right? So let's say someone says, let's say someone wants to like change their body for some reason, right? Like they want to, they want to lose weight, they want to like build muscle, they want to do something like that, right? If you like how you articulate that goal is super important, right? And I think that's what y'all are talking about. Like Jay's goal is super specific. Jay's goal is every year after I die, after I die, and whatever year that is, you know, inshallah. 2099 right <laughs> wait, so you know what i mean you'll be 99 oh wait no more than that more than that my bad bro my bad i'm trying to short you i'm trying to short you i thought that was a long time away like 2500 all right like long time um so if 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 like jay's super specific basketball tournament goal is not met will he be disappointed right and yeah. it's like you can think about like on a on a basketball or like on a on a bite-sized goal sort of perspective it's like somebody somebody says i want to lose weight right? That's not specific. So if you lose a pound, you succeeded, right? If you lost five pounds, you succeeded. If you lost 30, you succeeded, right? And that's like a lot easier to get. You're not, it like mitigates your sort of like uh, ability to be super disappointed by something, right? Uh, versus like, if you say, I want to, I want to look like a professional bodybuilder or something like that. Okay. Then you have to train like for 10 years, you have to like structure your entire nutrition, diet, lifestyle, like in a completely new way, right? To do something that you, A, might not be good enough to do, or B, uh, don't have control over, or C, actually midway through, like just kind of don't actually want that, right? And it's like, uh, and so how you set those goals is, you know, super important. And like what, to what level of specificity, you know, do you go, uh, you know, can definitely determine how you feel about it afterward. I, I don't know if that, I don't know if y'all, how y'all feel about it, but that's kind of what I, what I took and, like from from that conversation you're not talking about. No, because, I think I think Lamar was taking me very literal, and I'm just saying like. No, I'm, no, I'm not taking you. I'm just saying like think. I'm more so like thinking about every angle of it. Like yeah. what if? Like I'm just throwing the what if out there. Like how would you feel? <clears throat> yeah, and yeah, I mean, an example like said. Well, my example is very literal and specific, like Sophie was saying. Basically, all I was saying was I would like to live my life to the, like I was saying the example I gave to where every person I want to touch so many people and live. Like a life where everybody that I met, I feel like I've, I've left a positive image on to the point to where 
they would like they would want to come through and celebrate by like whatever however they feel like it was necessary rather than like more saying no i did it at all so that's basically what i was saying yeah so it was more yeah. so from like where i've seen movies where like people die and they turn to a ghost and they expect it a thousand people would be at their funeral and then there was nobody there but like one or two people then they're like oh i thought I did more to where more people would want to celebrate me or whatever. So that's where the thought came in my head. Like, yeah, and and that makes sense. And that's why I say I'm like working on finding my purpose and and, and the ideal uh, life would be for me in order for not that not to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and so so what so I mean I think the the hard things the hard thing about this about these kinds of conversations is they stay so vague. Right and abstract, uh, that they become really difficult to work toward. Right, so it can be useful to articulate a goal at the end line. Right, like what I want at the end of the day, at the end of my life, is for people to feel this way, and you know, ideally, right, throw this huge festival that looks in this way because of like my love for this game, and like hopefully I've done something that's related to it or whatever. Right, okay, great. How do we get there? Right, and also, you know, for more people whose who sort of end legacy is not so clear right and specific you know how do i even how how is it that if how how do i even articulate that end goal you know in a way that i can structure steps toward so that i can reach it right like i, I feel like that's usually the problem for people is like there's just this kind of question mark uh at the yeah. first exercise right and so that's that's why what i said in the beginning where i was using this kind of analogy about love is why why i thought it was relevant right is this because if how you find purpose is through exploration and through testing, right? Through just like trying things, right? To yeah. find something that sticks and that something uh, like spurs you to, to develop and to grow in it, right? If that is how, if that's like a viable path to finding, you know, this nebulous cloud that is purpose, then how do we best pick the things that we want to try subject to the constraints, right? Of like our finite mortal life, Right. And our finite resources that we can use toward pursuing them. Right. And also our obligations and responsibilities to our, our parents, our, our siblings, kids, whatever. Right. And so and so for me, though, like these are the kinds of questions that I that I was thinking about It's like very specifically, how do you do that? And so what I what I wish what I think would be cool. Right. Is like if what, what people do now. Right. When they think of when they're young, they're fresh out of high school. Uh, where they're like about to graduate high school or something like that is they're told like or they ask this question what do you want to do for a living right and implicit in that is like one thing like this idea that there's one thing that you want to do that you would do for many many years before you retire and like your legacy is secure you're asking kids right and we all know nobody nobody doesn't know that this is a bad way to do this Right. And that's what's kind of funny to me. It's like nobody thinks this is a good idea, but it's like constantly repeated. Right. Yeah. And so you go, OK, well, then what's another way to do it? Well, you know, if you think about like uh, if like what, what what I wish people would do is sort of like if you could sit and you could just kind of brainstorm a list of all the things that you think you might want to try. Right? So instead of what do you want to do, what do you want to try? when you come out of college, when you come out of high school, when you, you know, whatever, right? And you uh, articulate them as like specific jobs or like if you want to work for yourself or if you want to be a contract, whatever that looks like, right? Yeah. Or just like articulate that set of things, right? Yeah. And then you were, to, you were to go online and you were to do your, your searching. So like, what do I need to know? What skills do I need to, what skills do I need to know? What languages do I need to know? All of that. Right, and you kind of list it out under the the uh, uh, professional opportunities, right, mm. or time-consuming activities that you suspect you most would want to do in the future, and you just kind of circle them, right? So let's say Jay wanted to be a lawyer, Jay wanted to be a doctor, Jay wanted to be a banker, Jay wanted to be a basketball trainer, and Jay wanted to like. Um, be a computer scientist or something. I don't know. Astronaut, astronaut, astronaut. Astronaut. And an astronaut, yeah. right? Yeah. And so what you did, no, this is great. So what you so what, what I think Jay should do is I think Jay should like, you know, if you imagine like an Excel <laughs> like sheet or something, right? Like in the first row, just like list out all those things. 
And then he should go on like, he should go on the internet and she, he should look up like, what classes do I need to take? What languages do I need to know? What kinds of math do I need to be proficient in? What kinds of experiences do I need to have or whatever, right? And he just lists them out in a column underneath, right? And then what he should do, I think, or I think would be an interesting thing to try, is he should circle the things that appear in all of the columns, right? So like you can imagine like statistics would be in like four of those columns or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and there would be a lot of different skills or classes that you would need to do. And then at the, he should do that for all of the things that appear in multiple of, of those columns. So like what skills and requirements, right, appear in the set of things that you great, greatest suspect you would most enjoy doing. And then you should cater or orient your like skill, your education, right? What classes you take, what online like courses you take, what experiences you pursue, like around that. And at the end of the day, instead of having like, you know, 100% of the requirements to do one thing that you in all real, you know, in all like intents and purposes probably aren't that interested in anyway, because you made the decision to pursue it when you were like 14, or 18 or whatever, right? You have like 30% of the requirements for like the thing, one of the things you might want to do, 50% of the requirements for the second thing you might want to do, 40% of the requirements for the fifth thing, you know, on and on, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I and ideally like you can do at least one thing, right? You're not just like so general that you're like not good at anything, can't land anything, right? Um, but at the end of the day, when you get to a point in your life, right, where you go, I don't want to do this thing that I'm doing anymore. I want to do something else. I want to go from being a, you know, a bank, a banker to a personal trainer, right? You're not starting from square one. You've got some experience already. You've got some sort of knowledge or skill already so that you can reduce the amount of time and effort you need to put in to transition into this new thing, right? So instead yeah. of saying like, and like, I mean, I think at the, and at the core of it, it's like really simple. It's just like, what do you want to try instead of what do you want to do, right? And like, Go from there. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think that's a good idea because I don't know if I've ever said this on a podcast or not, but I know me and Sophie had talked about this when he brought this idea up, and I was saying that so when I when I got to college, so my like, I think this was during our orientation, so before even classes had even started, so I got there. I remember sitting in a big lecture room or a big classroom, whatever, and I was sitting there, and all the incoming freshmen. <clears throat> Or majority of them were sitting there. There was certain there were different advisors going around and helping us fill out our classwork for the first semester. And um, I remember the, one of them came to me and he was helping me and he was like, "Okay, so what do you want to do?" And I was like, "Or no," he said, "What do you want to major?" And I was like, "I I, I don't know. Like, where's the basketball court? I guess I'll worry about." <laughs> like, yeah. And he was like, "Well, we got you know, we got picture classes, whatever. So what do you want to do?" And I was like, well, at the time, I think I was like, I want to up like some type of shoe, accessory, clothing type store, like a full locker type store, something like that. So growing up, I was like, okay, well, that means I want to be an entrepreneur. So I told him, you know, is that what I want to do? He was like, are we going to put you on entrepreneurship? So I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. I don't know what that means for the major, but cool. Um, so first day of class, my professor comes in, and the first thing he says is, I'm gonna tell you one thing about entrepreneurship. You're gonna be broke. And uh, after that, I ended up changing my major. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's not for me. So um, and I'm changing my major to business management because it was only because it was more broad. And like Sophie said, it was gonna have me, it was allowing me to stay in management, stay in business, uh, stay in finance, essentially. And it was gonna have majority of whatever path I want to go down. Um, if I want to go more banking like I did, if I want to go more statistics, if I want to go more accounting, it literally had the majority of the classes. So it kind of worked out because when I ended up transferring to a after two years, I changed my major from business management to more of a financial side of business. And I already had taken statistics and, and, and accounting and all those based on finance classes. So it kind of worked out in my favor. And, and even and even to, to switch the context so it's not so technical, right? Because it's like, okay, nobody's really worried about STEM people, right? Like nobody's worried about like finance guys, like in their their quality <laughs> life, like they're good, right? It's like let's say let's say you like did this exercise, right? And you're like, okay, I think I want to be an artist, right? I think I want to be like an audio. I want to like work in audio or something. I want to uh, produce content, 
or like on social media or something like that, right? Uh, and you went down the line and these were just a bunch of sort of artistic oriented things, right? You could replicate, you could do the same exercise where you just list out all the things that it is that you would need to know, you think, right? And if college doesn't end up on that list, what does that tell you? Like probably, probably, I mean, maybe, maybe still do it. Like if you can come up, if you can articulate sort of, you know, thing, you know, professional activities that you want to try, like spending mm. your time. And why is this important again? Like this is all under the premise, like that you can totally disagree with, that the way to find your purpose is through like exp exp exploration, yeah. right? Just like trial and error. And like I think it is like in the and I use this love uh, example or uh, analogy because like. That's what we do in that space too. Like we date, right? No, for real. Look, <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody on your on your on your level yet, man. So we we try, we trying to get like you, man. You well, are, I don't really. You, you, you okay, I don't really. I didn't really date, did I? Like I'm when I was 15. And I was hey, like, that one was one and done. <laughs> that one went straight to the league. <laughs> um. But uh, but yeah, it, it might. I don't. I mean, and you know, like I don't want to over. I don't want to overstate this, right? Like I haven't done some some sort of you know, like full scale randomized control trial where we assign some like high school kids to you know do this exercise and then other kids deny and then look at them ten years later and say, hey, how'd your life turn out, right? Like we, I didn't do anything like this, you know, like that. I would like to. That would be awesome. Um, but uh. You know, it, it seems to make conceptual sense to me, right? Like theoretical sense to me, and that's what I, it's what I did when I when I went through my career transition, and uh, you know, I like I like to think that it's, uh, I, I mean, I feel pretty good about it, um, and so I'm just yeah, curious I, what would happen. Yeah, I think those people find like their why. So I mean, we all probably had this experience where we, we've met at least one person where they're in they're in college and they just don't know why, like. Like what, what are you doing here? Oh, because my parents told me to. Like they told me I had to, um, or some some to that that extent. And it's like, well, do you even need college? Like, what do you want to do? And they're like, well, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just here taking classes so I can get my degree. I mean, you have so many people that go through college and they don't do anything that they they have to do anything with their major, which is fine. But it's like you go back to the why. Like, did you take the right classes to put you in right position for when you graduated, or did you need college at all? So I'm gonna ask y'all, like, how do y'all feel about college? Like, do y'all do y'all think it's essential? Do y'all think it's necessary? Do you think it it does put people like a foot ahead? Or, cause me personally, I I think outside of all those things, I hope I think college is necessary for networking and building your relationship skills and communication skills. And I think it helps you if you take advantage of the the tools and the opportunities out there, it can allow you to meet the right people and it can allow you to find your why and your purpose and what, cause that's what it did for me. I took classes, I was telling, who I was telling this to, but I like I said on the podcast, but I was saying when I came to A&M, I felt like I was behind because I was an athlete at the school I was previously and I wasn't, there was no campus life for me. I couldn't get above any, any uh, clubs. I couldn't get involved in any organization on campus. like. It just, I just wasn't possible. I didn't have enough time. Um, so when I turned to a and I was like, well, what do I want to do and what do I want to learn, to know more about? And I was, I want to be able to handle my own finances. I wanted to be, um, you know, literate in investing and literate in uh, anything that has to do with the financial sector or the economy. And I just, that's what I've always been interested in. So I transferred. I, I joined clubs and I took classes that did exactly that. You know, I was a financial planning minor. Uh, I was you know, in the business school there, and mainly not because of the name or anything, just because honestly, I literally want to know more about it. I went back and got my master's because I did not think that my undergrad taught me enough for exactly what, what I want to do after school. So what I did was I went back and I got a degree that was more, um, more specific to the financial sector or exactly what I want to do. And that's that was my why or my purpose. And I feel like that's how people should go about college and that's a good way to handle it. But everybody's story is different. Everybody's path is different. But I was gonna see how, how y'all felt about it. Well, 
So, like, I guess to how to answer your question, I see more so, like, going to college is, like, kind of subjective on the person. Because, like, like, you know people that don't go to college, but they turn out very successful. They'd be the intent them, turn out to be, like, the very, like, richest people in the world. But you can do that, do the same thing by going to school. It really just depends, I guess. It's like, like you said, like, networking. And I guess the people you, like, the school you go to can play a part sometimes and, like, what you learn and stuff like that. But how I'm so in the middle, meaning, like, where you don't need school, but you do. But, like, the way I looked at it, it was, like, I, I have to go to college. Like, because I saw it more so as, like, a negative thing if I didn't go. Like, I didn't want to end up being one of those people that didn't go to school and do nothing with their life. That's how I kind of looked at it. I didn't want to have no dead-end job and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to school. I didn't see no other option than going to college. I was like, I have to go to college. I have to graduate. Because I feel like, I, I guess it's, I shouldn't have thought of, I thought it was like more so go to college, you probably wasn't going to be successful type of thing. That's how I kind of looked at it. Because like everybody was like, yeah, go, you're going to school. Uh, you Like get your grades right. Like keep your grades good so you can go to college and get in college and stuff like that. But like when you like, if you actually think about it, like college is really not needed if you do other stuff on the back end to set yourself up. But college can help to set your life up how you want it to be. So it really just depends on like the person and their situation, really. Because I feel well, like Lamar, you said you're marking though, but you weren't a marketing major, right? Nah, I wasn't a marketing major, no. So do you think so? Like, if we could go back, which way would you do? Would you would you um, go to school and study marketing, or would you not go to school and I guess start training to what you're doing at your job now. Like how, what do you think would be most beneficial for you? Mm, but like you're thinking about too though, like getting and trying to get a job, having a behind you also helps too. Exactly, like, yeah, that's why it's like, no matter, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, like I think like that too, like a job, I wouldn't say, cause I'm, I'm not a hiring agent, so I really don't know how this should go, but like, All right. I'm just like I gotta think like I'm the way I think you gotta consider shit. No, no, no. I'm saying because like you going you going in and out. That's why like you was paused for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I think y'all, that's how I like trying to say, like, I wasn't making sense. Like, no, 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 I understand what you're saying. You're saying that, okay, that is true, but some fields, you know, you have somebody that, you know, you have, you have two of the same people, right? And you have one person with a degree and the other person that doesn't, but maybe they have the same qualities and same work ethic and same um, same intelligence that they, were, that, that they were born with. Most likely, the person with a degree is probably going to get hired over the person with no degree. And that's just the society we live in. That's how I feel. Um, so yeah, I think it's subjective, but I just think it, it comes down to like exactly, exactly what field you want to go into. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's just subjective. Yeah, no, I mean, there's like a, there's a few. I mean, this is a big question, right? And and there are people whose entire lives are dedicated to trying to answer this in the most exact way, right? And like, where is it true? Where is it not true? Where is it kind of true, right? And like, whatever caveats accompany that, you know? Um, and and so what I what I would say is like on average. Right. Yeah, it still makes sense. Right. It's, it just does. Um, but that's on average. Right. Like that literally is not a person. You know, there's not like, hi, I'm I'm average. Right. Like that's not a guy you can go find in the world. It's just like a way we used to talk about, you know, uh, how things affect a entire population of people. Right. And so, you know, like, of course, it's context dependent. And so it's like, how do we best decide? 
when college makes a lot of sense and when it makes maybe some sense, but not as much sense as like some other alternative, right? And so you go, all right, if you have a job, if you want, if you want to do something that requires a, cert a certification that is accompanied by a university, that's granted by a university, right? You should go to college. Like if you want to be a doctor, how are you going to be a doctor without going to college? You can't do that. It literally doesn't exist, right? Doctor J. If you want to be like a, if you want to like operate on people, you will be a surgeon, right? Well, you can't, you can't not do it. I mean, even if you want to be like a PhD, right? That's literally by definition, you went to college longer than any normal person should go to school, right? And like yeah. they gave you something to commemorate that, right? And so for for those people given like their means, given their interests, given like the set of things that they think uh, this like skill, these skills or this knowledge like would be useful for, sure, right? It can make sense. It is yeah. dangerous. And like, why is this a problem? Like, why is it problematic? It's problematic because it costs like 30 to 40 to 60 to not however much money, right? Thousand dollars for you to go get this thing. And yeah. so, like, you know, the only reason we're talking about this in, like, financial terms, like, what's the return on investment of your English degree, right, is because you have to act as a micro enterprise by financing your own education, right? And so, you know, if you're going to, you know, so, like, it's, a, it's, like, a valid thing to ask about whether or not, you know, it makes, it makes sense for that reason. Um, but defi it definitely makes sense for people who have to, you know, like, to be a civil engineer you have to have a bachelor's degree in civil engineering and then you have to pass two exams and have four years of experience working for like some kind of engineering firm that's the only way you can claim that title and so yeah. you know for the set of for the set of things that you want to do in life that don't require some sort of certification provided by an accredited institution like a university right do you need to go to college maybe yeah. not would it be easier yeah. and like facilitated by a college? Maybe, right? Only one way to find out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, yeah, man, it's tough. And so it's like, what, what, that's, that's why I like this, this framework, that's why I wanted to talk about this framework of, of thinking about it. Cause like, not that it's unique. Like I know that there are people who think about this or like, you know, done this before because at the heart of it, it's like, all right, look, let's say you got a bag of marbles, right? One of the, they're all white. One of the marbles is gold. Wait, why? Why the marbles gotta be white? The marbles gotta be white. I don't know, bro. That's where we live in. You know what I'm saying? It's not on, fair. Bro. It's not fair. I didn't make the marbles. You know what I'm saying? Black history. <laughs> but it's February. Yeah, Lamar. It's February. Damn, Black History Month, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. That that was super insensitive me in this climate. I shouldn't have done that. I should have known better. Um, uh, no, no. I uh, probably. <laughs> um, no, but like, let's say, like, for, I will say, the, I will say the the first day of Black History Month. Safi sent me a uh, Dr. Umar Power Ranger. What, what was that? <laughs> that was a meme. Cut the mic. It was Cut a meme. Cut the mic. <laughs> I, don't like this going. I don't like where this is going. Cut the mic. Oh. We're going to end this now. Yeah, your so. mom listens to this podcast. You can't just say things like that. I think. She doesn't know Dr. Umar. She does. She does. I literally told her. She called me earlier today, and I literally told her. Sophie's gonna be on. She's oh my god, I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> well, she's not gonna like it now. <laughs> she was like, man, you have you have some good. Uh, I told her Sophie, she's like, man, you have, you have some good people on your podcast. <laughs> I was like, he hasn't said a word. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not, those are her exact words. <laughs> Shout out Miss Payton. Shout out Miss Payton. Um, but no, I uh. I don't even remember what I was saying. I'm so I'm so thrown yeah, that's by, good. by by that's you. Good. That's good. <laughs> but no, honestly, though, no, I I agree with what you're saying because you know going back, I feel like the more technical your job is, I feel like the more essential college and a degree is going to be. Like you said, if you want to be a doctor, you have to literally go through different certifications in school to become a doctor. But Miss Sophie talked about this on on our call. <clears throat> what was that last weekend? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I was saying that I have a friend called Station, and so she wants to be a, uh, a, a art teacher, right? She wants to be an art teacher. So she did one of those online questionnaires where it's asking, like, what do you like to do? You know, and asking, like, you know, 100 questions, and it pops out all these different, 
all these different occupations there. I mean, it's all really saying how, how they just suck. Like, it's, it's just, I mean, it is hard to be specific when you have thousands and millions of people, you know, doing that thing. You can't really be too too specific. But anyway, you know, she's a little preppy, you know, girl. And, um, and you know, wanted to be an art teacher. Um, and once she wanted to be an art teacher, so, you know, obviously all the checks she marked were like, um, you know, baby neck. Big imagination, like very artsy. Creative thinking. Love, like, yeah, loves yeah, people. Yeah, yeah sure. Right. And it gave her, it gave her like one in the spectrum, like like a uh, kindergarten teacher, right, or art teacher. Then yeah. other, the other spectrum was a tattoo artist. And it's like it's two different, two That's, different perspectives. Like if you think about it, What's but if you think about it, they, they do, they would have the same type of, they, they would go hand on hand. It's just like. For her specifically, because honestly, you could have a tattoo artist take that same test and probably get the same results. It's just it, dep- it depends on that person. Like, they don't have to go way more into detail, and that's where Sophie's theory w- would be able to do that. No, yeah, and for her, right? Like, let's say let's say you go through like using these sort of psychological online tests, right? Where it just like asks you for your zodiac sign, and it's like, oh, you should like go sell rocks or something. I don't know, like how they work, but you know. Like that's that's just <laughs> well that boy had been in Chicago. Oh, he already a Chirac demon. Man, listen, listen, I, I have. I have that boy's a Chirac demon. <laughs> <laughs> why did I say rock? Why did I say there's a there's a rock on my desk? That's why I said that. Oh, wow. dang. Okay. I know. I know. It's just straight off the top, you know. Like just, you know, getting inspiration from my environment is crazy. Um, but, but uh. Uh, what was I saying? No, but for her, right? She's like, okay, cool. I want to be like those. Those sound cool. Like, it, you know, the the tests kind of seem to be like a. Sometimes they generate weird results. Like they ask you strange questions, and also they kind of ignore the fact that like how much you like your job, really, or not ignore, but like they can't address the fact that a lot of what constitutes how you feel about your job is who you work with, right? And like what sort of administrative stuff you spend doing, right? Like those things might. Like, if you work with an asshole. Like that, it doesn't really matter what you're doing, right? If they're making your life miserable, you could be doing whatever thing. Like Jay could be training Jimmy Butler, but if Jay, Jimmy Butler was like cussing him out constantly, tell me he's a bad person, right? Like he might not enjoy doing it, you know? So, so yeah, I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you. Why would somebody want Jay to train them? I trained you. <laughs> okay, never mind. Let's switch our word choice because it's getting weird. <laughs> All right, so. So, so yeah, like, you know, she she does this, like, there's no reason she can't do both, right? You can totally be an art teacher and, like, go go do that. But, you know, should she go then pursue, like, you know, if she, if those are the two things and she feels pretty strongly about, like, those potential options is, like, something that she wants to spend her time doing, like, that that's great because it eliminates a lot of things that she could have done instead. Like, don't go get an English degree. Don't go to trade school and be a plumber. Like, don't go do stuff that isn't related to that stuff, right? And, like, that's that's ultimately what we're talking about is like how do we make the most informed decisions that we can especially when they involve like a lot of money and a lot of time you know given that uh a we might not we don't all have the same means and b most importantly right we don't know what we're gonna like like you just don't until you're in it right and so trying to like build this foundation right of of learning where it's dynamic in that it facilitates you your ability to transition between things, making it less expensive, making it less hard to, you know, go from an art teacher to a tattoo artist, right? Is really important because that means people have lower levels of debt. They feel more empowered by like their by their by their choices in their life because it wasn't, you know, their parents telling them to major in something. It's like purely their own thought exercise. Um, and you know it's not perfect, but the way I see it, like if you have five bites at the apple, right? That's better than one, you know. Yeah. So in terms of training, and I think that's that's really all this comes down to, and not just five, but like as many as you can possibly take, you know. Um, so yeah. So like how I kind of a thing I kind of just thought about. It, I you gotta look at probably look at it too. Like okay, say she's set on being a 
art teacher for a school and then this app or whatever website say, oh, yeah, you can be an art teacher or you can be a, um, a tattoo artist. It's like, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? It's like, it kind of makes it seem like it belittles what you wanted to do kind of thing. Well, it depends on what perspective you're looking at, though. Yeah, yeah it depends on what perspective you're on. But I'm saying, like, if you look at it from that perspective, it's like, oh, I really want to be an English teacher, da da da. Then they say, oh, yeah, yeah, you can be an English teacher or you can be a tattoo artist. Yeah, no, this is this is just like a silly, this is just like a fun sort of simplified yeah. example of this, right? Like, obviously, you know, like a lot of the skills and interests that, you know, a company being an art teacher or a tattoo artist, like would be prevalent, present in doing any number of things, you know? Um, and that's super true, right? And that's that's the downside of the apps is like they, if they suggest, if you have a recommendation engine telling you, oh, you should look at these things, right? People go, oh, okay. And like, they might, they might not look, think to look at like, you know, they'll look at other stuff. People aren't just like, you know, totally cheap or whatever, right? Like, but uh, you might not look at all the things that you would if you weren't sort of nudged and to look at a particular sphere or whatever. But who knows, right? Like, who knows? Yeah, I think, I think Salvi's theory, what he was saying was simple. So if you think about it, same type of process, but okay, it spits out our teacher and it spits out um, a tattoo artist. But then under it, it goes to be a, tattoo artists these are the things these are the classes you need to take these are this is the degree you need and it goes english teacher you know this is the average cost of you know getting an english degree or becoming a teacher degree for a for a teacher and this is um class you need to take for this and then they can then they can go to a deeper comparison and say okay well i don't want to spend that much but i would like to be a, a, to do what i love being a, a tattoo artist well, that's what they would choose or they could say well i can afford that and these are classes I want to take. I would love to do that. You know, I, there's a university I want to go to, and it will, and it will allow those classes for me to take them. Boom, there you go. I feel like that's kind of where it will, it will be super helpful. And that's kind of why I think about college is that I think it's positive because it's, it's you know, for me it was four and a half years. It's four and a half years for you, for you to just figure it out, like meet people. Because I feel like, you know, being in the real world, you're kind of in your own space unless you put yourself out there to meet other people. But in college, you're kind of like, in a way, forced to meet new people. And, uh, you know, there's certain majors that I didn't even know were a thing until I was met somebody. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm taking this class or different classes I didn't even know were offered. And then you take a class and you're like, no, I kind of like this. I'm going to change my major. I'm going to change my whole major to this. And, you know, I feel like that's way, way easier. You know, you can change your occupation. I changed my degree. I changed my major three times three four times in college i think it was three times i can't remember and um so that's way easier to do rather than not going to college and then having a job in a specific, in a specific field and then saying you know what i want to kind of i want to go and get it i want to get into this field and then change your like changing not changing your major but changing your whole occupation your whole career to a whole different spectrum like to a whole different uh career or occupation I feel like being in college and allowing yourself to do that is a whole lot easier than doing it the other way. Yeah. But yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Well, that was a. Uh, Sabi, you don't have anything else, man? Well, I'm, I, I see something right there on your forehead you want to talk about, bro. See some what? <laughs> I see something right there in your, in your forehead that you want to talk about, bro. I, 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 I see it. I, I see the vein. I see the vein right there that you want to talk about. Oh, the the law, the law. No, nah, man. That's just that's. I don't know. That's just. I feel like that wasn't there. My hairline started receding. No, that's just like, <laughs> kind of sad. Kind of sad, bro. Um. No, man. I don't really. No, that's really the only thing I feel comfortable with saying, like, with any kind of confidence. Or, <laughs> like, I laugh on the podcast and God, rest of my takes are dumb as hell. So uh, let's, let's, let's try as something that's, like, reasonably okay to listen to. Like, not yeah. terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, I have a question. Who do you, you think is winning the NBA championship this year? That's, that's a good question. Hey, I listened to that Chris Paul, J.J. Redick interview. I saw it that. was so good, man. Yeah, I, really good. I loved it. That... So I'm I'm a uh, C State hero, man. C State hero. I'm I'm riding for Phoenix, man. I'm riding for him. I really want to see them do it. He deserves it. How, I, how, I, how can't you not win without with Chris Paul? Yeah. I, I, I need I need I need to see I need to see CP get his. Uh, I I I, uh, I, I was I w- if the Nets were healthy and weren't a total shit show, I would love to see them in Golden State. 
at like a healthy yeah. full Golden State, just because yeah. it would be great basketball. I can't yeah, I think this is I think this is gonna be last year to get together. So I don't, I don't even know if they apparently they're not making it to the year. So I don't. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I think I think Harden or Kyrie or KD will be gone. I, I wouldn't be surprised if KD went back to to the Warriors. I was like the grass isn't always greener, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. But, that, grass. that grass was super green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grass, grass was incredible. Uh, Sophie, man, I appreciate you for being on the on the episode today, man. Like I say, it was way past due. And it was crazy because while we were talking, I was like, I feel like I had the best conversations like with you or some some other friends. But you're you and TJ and Lamar, you're like top, honestly, top five people. I have conversations. Wait, with. Wait, I wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Who's number one? Myself. <laughs> When I have when I have conversations with myself, that I have the best talks. <laughs> Nobody challenges me like me. They all, I always agree. I always agree with myself. I'm always right. Nobody gets me like me either. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, on that note, um, let's end the podcast with saying congrats on getting married um, and we're engaged. We'll be we'll be we'll be soon. Some at some point. Congratulations, man. We got we got some stuff in the works. I'm working on for for you right now, man. Trying to get some things figured out, man. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Love it. That's that's crazy cryptic. Can't wait. <laughs> no, like I said, appreciate it, man. Like, oh, but I was saying, we had that talk. I was like, man, like, why haven't we had you on the episode of I Got Podcast yet? And I literally was like, when are you available? Let's get you on as soon as possible. <laughs> I just, I guess, I don't know, man. I don't know. But like I said, glad to have you on, man. Hopefully... We'll spark another another conversation and you want to get on another episode before season two ends. But if you do, then just hit my line, man. We can, we can knock, hop off on the pod. But yeah, man. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll do one that isn't so LinkedIn-like. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that someone hasn't thought of yet. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 get some let's get some headassery in this thing next time. I might do that. <laughs> you might be a red on here for that one. Oh, definitely. For real. <laughs> Definitely. And not Bob's. Because first of all, no. first of all, Reggie, need Reggie and Marcus have challenged me and Lamar to a basketball game. And, and they still have not played us yet. I honestly think that they will not score. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I, I don't. I think me and Reggie. I don't think you really see me who. I'm not. We're not worried about Lamar. We're talking about me right now. I don't think Reggie has seen me no. who because Reggie, Reggie's gonna, Reggie's got to guard me, and I don't think Reggie understands. So, bro, I will throw the game. So, bro, you think like, like, I don't worry about me. I, mean, I haven't seen everybody. Actually, I don't think I've seen Lamar play, right? Uh, so that's tough. That's tough. Jay, you're the best person on the court. I'm pretty sure. Let's go. Pretty Let's sure. go. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's Black History Month, but it's two of us here, okay? Not everybody in this game is black. I don't think. I don't think, I don't think I can. That's like. I don't think I can. I don't think I can go wrong. I used to cause at Rock Prairie and at the Dome. But I used to I used to cause havoc. Like I wish this was like think, a weird thing where I can close the curtain and end the show. So so Marcus doesn't miss is the thing. Like Marcus is Marcus is Marcus is kind of not like he's slow, but he's like he's like uh he's like Kyle Anderson slow. Like you can't. That's what I heard. You can't try. I heard, it. but honestly, weird. I, I, I hate to say it, but I don't think Lamar is going to let Marcus score. And I don't think that – Because I don't want to get your head bigger than it already is. But <laughs> I honestly think that Mark, that Lamar is going to body Marcus, and that's going to be that's going to be it by itself. And I don't think Reggie is going to be able to score on me. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie's, Reggie's just a freak athlete. Like, you know, like he's gotten better. Are we talking about the same Reggie? Yeah, Reggie's a monster. Okay, but do you think – I'm look, like I say, I, I don't think I'm gonna let Reggie score on me. I am. No, Reggie, Reggie's not a hooper though. Reggie's not a hooper. Reggie but can't but, score, bro. But you gotta understand. Reggie, Reggie can't score with somebody like actually playing defense and keep up. Reggie can score on me because I can't. But you gotta, but you gotta understand. They challenged us and they swear to Jesus Christ Himself that they're gonna beat us. And I'm telling them, I don't think they will score. Like I really don't think no, they will score at all. No, bro, they'll score. They'll score. Cause one of you, unless unless y'all are like for real, like if you run a normal two on two, they're gonna score. If you guys are like dedicated to them not scoring, maybe not. But listen, like Marcus, Marcus can Marcus Marcus can shoot, bro. Marcus can shoot. Look, 
they're, they're going to score, but I'm, I'm so confident in, the, like, in us beating them that I'm saying if they score, that's an L for me. I know I'm going to win. I'm just saying if, if, they, if they score, that's, that's a loss for me. That's all I'm saying. I'll, I'll be very disappointed if I let either one of them score on me. Y'all, y'all would win for sure. Thank you. Y'all would win. Hey, there you have it. Y'all would win. There you have it. That's 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 the end of the episode. Well, good. Hey, goodbye, folks. <laughs> Looney Tunes outro. <laughs> no, said, thank you again, Sophie, and look, we look forward to having you on another episode, man. Hopefully, it's sooner than later, but let's yes, figure it out, man. All right, guys. Appreciate it for have, sure. You have a good night. Thanks well, for having me. Lamar, Safi. I gotta say one thing, Safi. Oh God. You gotta put me one on one. Cause the <laughs> way <laughs> it seemed like he didn't really have confidence in me either. So yeah. Honestly, Safi cooking you, bro. I ain't gonna count. Yeah, hey, so Jay, Safi, what we're we gonna do? <laughs> Safi cooking, bro. But let's. Hey, hey, get active. Let's get active. <laughs> let's get active, man. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do?